What's going on, Niner fam? It is Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. It's Monday. Everybody's got a case of the Mondays. I don't see a lot of act. I didn't really see a lot of activity on Twitter today. Just a bunch of stuff that we had already been talking about over the weekend. But we're going to get into it. There was, I, I found a little tidbit of uh, some reporter disrespecting the 49ers again. And we're going to talk about it today. So get ready. But before that, we got to hit the music. Ladies and gentlemen, I like to know. Are you ready for start time? Once again, it is Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. Once again, it's Monday. And make sure that you give this video a like. Make sure that you give it a subscribe. Make sure that you hit the bell so you get the notifications for when I go live. But, man, I don't understand. Well, I do understand why the why the media kind of... And, and real, realistically speaking, they didn't really talk about the 49ers specifically, but a man named Mike Clay decided to oh, decided to put a list of, uh, he listed his top, uh, like I guess he put the teams in order of cornerbacks, cornerback rooms. And the 49ers ended up all the way down on number 24. Now, with that being said, if we look at at the fact that the 49ers had the number 1 defense last year and I don't I don't know of any team that's ever had a number 1 defense that had that that had 24 ranked 24th ranked corners like I don't I just don't see it. Javarius Ward alone gets us to at least to the 15 to the 15 mark. Like uh just by himself. I mean, he he did an awesome job last year. And did Diamador Lenore uh, struggle at times? At times. But for the most part, I think he was pretty solid over there considering he was picked on for a majority of the season. And he wasn't supposed to be the starter. <laughs> and they still, they still, they, he was picked on all season. And we, and we still ended up with the number one defense in the league now think about that for a minute what did the 49ers lose they lost jimmy ward right did jimmy ward even start as a safety at his natural position of safety no they had him in at they used him like a nickel last year so he's no longer here as our nickelback who they went out and got isaiah ford from atlanta who is a much is a higher ranked and a and a and just a better nickel all the way around. He gives us more size. I think he gives us more speed. It's his natural position, and I think that he's going to be the starter at the nickel 
come come uh, week one. And the, here here's the deal. For you to look at that at that uh, at that group that the 49ers have, so they've got Shamarius Ward, uh, Lenore, Isaiah Oliver, or Isaiah Oliver. I keep wanting to call him Isaiah Ford. I don't know why, but Isaiah Oliver, uh, Samuel Womack, and they've got listed Ambry Thomas, but I don't think Ambry Thomas is going to be a factor. I think Daryl Luter is probably going to take that spot from him. I just have a feeling about Daryl Luter. I know he hasn't faced anybody uh, in in camp or anything like that, but the I just have a feeling. I think that he's more suited to this defense. He's more suited to this scheme than Ambry Thomas. It really is, and I and I'm not. I think that Ambry Thomas is, reminds me a lot of a of Akella Witherspoon as far as they're a little bit of. It's a mental thing. It's a mental, it's not an ability thing with Ambry, just like it wasn't an ability thing with the Keller Witherspoon. It's more of a mental issue. And when and when you've got when you've got guys that have mental issues, they're always going to be up and down, hot and cold. It just depends on how they feel that day. I feel like Daryl Luter is going to be a more solid, uh he's going to be a more solid backup. Then I mean the fact that he's going to be a backup, I think for a lot of teams he probably would end up starting, just from what I've seen of him. And yeah, it's but with him, and then you've got Sam Womack. That the only reason why he didn't play last year was because he wasn't as good on the run fits as he was in coverage. I think he was much better in coverage. They tried him on the outside; it wasn't as good on the outside. But I think he he would be a really nice piece in the in the uh, at the slot spot too. But I digress. I don't think that that's gonna be that's gonna be in the cards for Sam Womack. I think he's gonna be a special teamer again this year. Uh, and but Isaiah Oliver, Diamador Lenore, Shavarius Ward, I think are gonna be a top. I want I want to call them at least a top twelve, top thirteen unit. In my in my uh, opinion, the the guys he had number one was Jalen Ramsey uh, was Miami because they have Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard, uh, Cater Kahu, Cam Smith, and Nick Needham, who's a rookie. I I don't know that that is. I guess they're just going off of Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard's not bad, but I think he's pretty good. Jalen Ramsey is. Not as good as he was, but he's still a really good corner. Uh, so I mean, okay, I'll give you that. Then you got New York Jets at number two. Uh, they've got DJ Reed and Ahmad Gardner, and uh, yes, I could see that because Ahmad Gardner, I think he's a top two, top three corner in the league already. Then they've got Michael Carter, Brandon Eccles, and Bryce Hall, which I'm not too confident in. But they've got those two: DJ Reed and Ahmad Gardner. I don't know that they're number two. They would be number two on my list. Philadelphia with Darius Slade, James Bad, Bradbury, Avante Maddox, Greedy Williams, Kelly Ringo. Just off of depth alone, I would have had them at two. Um, and then Green Bay. Green Bay has Jair Alexander, Eric Stokes, Razul Douglas, Kashawn Nixon, Corey Ballantine. To me, I, honestly, I would put them at number two. I would put them number two, if not number one. I just don't think that anybody can really match up with those three, Jair Alexander, Eric Stokes, and Roswell Douglas. I think those three are really good. And 
in the 49ers scheme, that would be an ungodly group. But I digress. Then you've got Dallas Cowboys. See, this is where we start to disagree. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, they've got Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Gilmore, Gilmore, Deron Bland, Nashawn Wright, and Kelvin Joseph. Which I don't know how Kelvin Joseph is buried that far on the depth chart. But uh, Stephon Gilmore, still a good player, but he's old. He's older. He's getting up there. Trevon Diggs, really good player, but ah, and Deron Bland, ah, I don't know. I don't know that I could have them in my top five. Ah, I don't know. I'd put the Cleveland group, uh, Cleveland's next at six. I'd put them above that group. At Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, Martin Emerson, Cameron Mitchell, AJ Green. I mean, it's really top heavy, but like, uh, but at the same time, I think that they're a better twosome right now in Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom than Trayvon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore. And uh, and I get it that Stephon Gilmore has the name, and he's solid. He's really good, but I just think that it's it's coming time. Father Time is undefeated, and it's about it's it's ticking. We can start hearing the ticking. So. That's just because we're talking about this year. We're not talking about last year. And even last year, he could be had. So, uh, and but they've got number seven. This is where it really starts to get weird. <laughs> number seven, this guy, and his name is, feel free to go to his, his page. Uh, what is his name? Mike Clay, NFL. He's, uh, he's one of the talking heads. <laughs> and... But he's got the Chargers at number seven, which J.C. Jackson got cooked last year on the regular. I don't know how they're number seven. Asante Samuel, Michael Davis, Jasir Taylor, uh, Dean uh, Leonard, or Leonard, I'm guessing. And Asante Samuel, solid. He's solid. Other than that, what do you got? I don't. I. I mean. I think if I looked up their their passing defense, they it was pretty bad. <laughs> they were they were not a good defense. So I, I don't. I'm not quite sure as to how they get ranked number seven. Maybe just off of name alone. But I think it's kind of terrible. But uh, I want to say what's up to the people in the chat. Bebop, appreciate you coming through, fam. Daytona, always a pleasure. And. Like, uh, but yeah, appreciate you guys coming through. And, but yeah, it's, it's a little, that's a little silly at number seven. And then you've got Kansas City at eight, Legereus Sneed, which who I think is a great young corner. Uh, Trent McDuffie, I think that's going to be a good pickup. Jalen Watson, Joshua Williams, DiCaprio, uh, I mean, I like their, their three in Trent McDuffie, Jalen Watson. I like those guys. I think that their defense is making is going to make strides the next couple of years. Um, I think that they do a good, great job of drafting uh, young talent, and uh, but then they've got Buffalo at number nine, Tre'Davious White, Kier El- Elam, Teron Johnson, Dane Jackson, Christian Benford. I mean, I would take the 49ers corners over Buffalo's. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I think Traverius Ward, uh, Tredavious White, I have tremendous respect for. 
Bakir Elam. I haven't seen anything special out of him that I would that that I would take him over. Um, I think Javarius Ward is better than Tre'Davious White. I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. I think he's more consistent than Tre'Davious White, and he stays and he stays healthy. But Kair Elam, like uh, I. I don't see him that I don't see any. I don't see him being better than Diamador Lenore. I definitely don't see Teron Johnson as better than uh, Isaiah as Isaiah uh, Oliver. So, I, yeah, I they I think that Buffalo should be lower on this list for sure. The Chargers definitely should be lower on this list. Uh, De- I mean, they definitely should not be above the ni- number ten team in Denver. With Patrick Sertan, Damari Mathis, uh, Kawan Williams, Asang Bassey, and Riley Moss, who is going to be really good. Riley Moss, watch out for that name. He's going to be good. Like, uh, that was a guy I wanted for the Niners. Uh, bigger bodied, but yeah, he's going to be good. And uh, I think Denver deserves to be in that top 10, for sure. Uh, and then you've got Houston Texans at 11. With Derek Stingley, Steven Nelson, Desmond King, Shaquille Griffin, Tavier uh, Thomas. And Derek Stingley, solid. But I don't, I don't, he's not a world beater. I still don't see a number one. Steve, unless Steven Nelson, you're just planning on him being the, uh, being their number one cornerback uh, one. Ah, <laughs> I don't think you can say that right away. And I think that's, that's a little silly to just say right away. Then you've got Cincinnati at 12, uh, a woozy cam Taylor, Britt, Mike Hilton, DJ Turner, and Sidney Jones. Wait, Sidney Jones isn't even a corner. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, uh, this guy's losing credibility as we speak, but I would not put Cincinnati at number 12. They would be much lower. They should be in the twenties. I would say, uh, New Orleans, uh, because yeah, Cincinnati, their whole defense is predicated around they they've got to get pressure from their defensive line. They've got a really good defensive line, and that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. I think they're they've they've got decent, they've got pretty good safeties, but I don't think anything of their corners. I don't think they their corners are really that good at all. Um, but uh New Orleans, it's got Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore, Paul Sanadebo. Bradley Roby, Elante Taylor, Isaac, uh, uh, Yaitam, Yaitam. I don't want to butcher his name, but New Orleans should be higher. <laughs> New Orleans should be higher, honestly. I, li- I like Marshawn Lattimore and Paul Zendebo, and if their offense can give them anything, you're going to see them shoot up the board. Like They're probably, they're definitely in the top 10 in my mind. Uh, that is a team that should be in the top 10. Then you've got Tampa Bay at 14, Carlton Davis, Jamel Dean, uh, Zion McCollum, D. Delaney, Anthony Chesley. I mean, come on. Come on. Carlton Davis? <laughs> I, I I don't see. I don't see it. I'm going to be honest with you. Washington's got uh, number 15, got Kendall Fuller, Manuel Forbes, Benjamin St. Juice, Danny Johnson, Cameron Dantzler. I mean, nothing really. I mean, you've got Emmanuel Forbes a bit, but I mean, he's really skinny and he's a rookie, so we don't really know what it is. So to put him, so to rank them higher than a team that's been number one defense, 
is kind of silly. <laughs> it's silly to me. I guess it's a preference thing, but as we get down this list and I'm seeing teams that are above the 49ers, I just don't see it. I don't see it. And I'm going to keep going. New England's got Jonathan Jones, Christian Gonzalez, Miles Bryant, Jalen Mills, Jack Jones. Like uh, now this is a group that I think should be higher. 16 should, they, they should definitely be higher than Tampa Bay and Washington (laughs) and Washington. It's it's, this is silly. Oh, Brian, Brian in the house. Appreciate you coming through and absolutely listen to this man. He is a gentleman and a scholar. You make sure that you hit that like button, everybody. Uh, Pound on that sucker. Get as many likes in there as you possibly can. (laughs) And we are number two to make the play. Yeah, like uh, we're number two betting favorites to make the playoffs this year. Absolutely. I mean, anybody that thinks that the 49ers aren't going to make the playoffs, I mean, you got to get your weave checked. Like it's. It's crazy to even this this Niner team has made the playoffs with their third string quarterback. Not only made the playoffs, but they excelled. This team is stacked. Whether and we said we told people that we were stacked last year, and nobody and people didn't believe it. Uh, 49ers had injuries last year, but they had so much depth that they were able to. Uh, able to weather the storm and those people that that took over for those guys that got that ended up on IR they ended up being st- bona fide starter starting level guys so yeah it, it's crazy oh TL we got TL in the house Pre- appreciate you fam for taking time out of your busy schedule <laughs> to come and to come and hang out with us but yeah I man <laughs> I'm looking at some of these, this list is really, really suspect. Uh, I mean, I see some other, I see some other uh, guys that are low. Like you've got, they've got uh, Seattle at 17, Tariq Willen, Devin Witherspoon, Kobe Bryant. My, I would have them higher, honestly. Uh, they got Carolina down at 18, JC Horn, Dante Jackson, CJ Henderson, Keith Taylor, Stanley Thomas. Uh, like, I mean, they should be. Honestly, I, I'll, I'll say this. I would have Carolina in the top 10 as far as cornerbacks go. It would be really because the depth, the depth, they've got bodies. And, uh, and then Pittsburgh is above the 49ers. Pittsburgh is about, think about this for a minute. You've got Pittsburgh has Patrick Peterson, Patrick Peterson, Levi Wallace, who's not bad, Chandon Sullivan, Joey Porter Jr., a a rookie, and Akella Witherspoon. Above the 49ers. I I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. I would challenge that. I think I think what happens a lot with the 49ers is that is that is that people don't know the names. They don't know the names most of the time. Like uh people they're they're a lot of under the under the radar. We slip our players slip under the radar because we the 49ers win as a team. And it's really they are a sum of their all of their parts together. They've got the star power also with the Fred Warner, but they've got so many good players that you can't pay attention to all of them. <laughs> and 
you've got the Kittle, you've you've got Kittles, you've got Debo's, you've got Fred Warner, and on defense, I'm talking about you got Fred Warner, you got uh, you got Bosa, you've got uh, you've got Eric Armstead, you've got Javarius Ward, you've got Hafanga now, who's an All Pro. Like so, people just kind of look over. They gloss over the fact they think, well, you know, these other pieces just can't. They don't get, they don't get the the love, the same amount of love that the other guys do. But they're doing their part too. They're not just because uh, the 49ers do have good, really good players that stand out. That doesn't mean you just ignore the other people. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I still say Damador Lenore is a solid number two corner. I think a lot of teams, he'd be starting for a lot of teams. And on this list, above the 49ers, he'd be starting. So I it's I just I don't understand how Pittsburgh is is above them. Tennessee has got Christian Fulton there at number 20, Roger McCreary, Sean Marf, Murphy Bunting, Caleb Farley, Elijah Molden. They've got a good group. They've got a solid group. I think they're solid where they are at like 20. Um I still think the 49ers are better. I think uh, like it, it would be, uh, yeah, like uh, I think the 49ers are still better than that group. But they could be in that, between that 20 and 15 area. But like I said before, I think the 49ers are in that 10 to 15. I think they're ten in that 10 to 15 area with their corners. I don't think that they are, I don't think that they're bad by any stretch. They are above, they are definitely above average in the corner department, uh, especially with the addition of Isaiah Oliver. Like, uh, I, I just don't, I, I don't understand the disrespect <laughs> um, other than you just want to give them disrespect because, you know, they don't get the, the corners get picked on more than, more than the, I guess, because the, they're not Bosa. I I don't know what the what the deal is. I feel like they feel the need. A lot of these guys, these talking heads, feel the need to disrespect the 49er players. And then when we come at them with with the facts and like what they've done, then then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, that's just the 49er fans. They're just crazy, and they uh, like uh, they need to calm down. Just like Kate Adams, who we are going to talk about a little bit later, but. It's it's just silly. Some of these are just silly. Um, New York Giants at 22. Above the 49ers, Adoree Jackson, Deontay Banks, uh, Darnay Holmes, Aaron Robinson, Nick McLeod. Who? <laughs> Who? I, 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 no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then you've got Detroit. Detroit has Cameron Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley, Jerry Jacobs, Will Harris, Chase Lucas. I don't see it. Not better than the 49ers. Then you've got the 49ers at 24. I I, I just don't know where they're where they're getting how he's coming up with these. Uh, and it, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm gonna look more into it later on this week. And this is another. This is all oh, I got to say what's going on to Roberto. Appreciate you cam- coming through, fam. Like, always a pleasure to see you. And, but, hey, TL, like, they're not giving Steve Wilkes any respect. Absolutely not. What is Steve Wilkes' specialty? It is the back end. It is, uh, 
it's that it's those that that secondary and not only I do I think that he's going to make Diamador Lenore, Isaiah Oliver, and Traverius Ward a better unit, but I think that our safeties are gonna help are gonna help those guys too. And they're gonna end up being statistically better than I would say they're gonna be in the top ten. They're gonna be end up being in the top ten. Now, what ends up happening is the I I'm what I'm guessing they're going off of is the fact that the 49ers get passed on more than any other team because what would happen what happened all last year? They'll get up, they'll get up on teams, and then teams got to pass. They got to pass because they can't run the ball. They could not run the ball. The 49ers gave the least amount of rush yards than any other teams by a wide margin. So what did teams feel like they had to do? They had to throw the ball. And you're gonna give up catches. You're gonna give up catches. So and they and they would give up yards. But the but the what they would do is they would take the ball away a lot. And I think that I think that that is a it's gonna be it's gonna be a interesting thing to keep an eye on all season long. I because I think it's gonna be the same issue this year is that teams are gonna try and pass on the 49ers all season long because of the stoutness, if that is a word. Of the of the defensive line and these linebackers, they're not going to give up rush yards. That's not going to happen. So you're going to have to throw the ball, and when you do, odds are they're going to pick on Diamador Lenore again. But I think that he's going to be a year better, uh, having been used to having a full off season at that uh, at that corner spot. And who knows? Who knows? There might be somebody else getting involved in the in the mix. Uh, cause yeah, I mean, sleep if you want, but I think that, uh, Darrell Luter, <laughs> Darrell Luter, like, I'm not saying off of a, a rookie camp, but I looked at a little bit more into that kid and I, I would not be surprised if he's in the mix and, and we all know the 49ers have injuries like uh, throughout the season. Don't think that he he can't be a factor that some in some capacity. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's going to be really really interesting. But uh, I do want to get before because it's going to be a short a short show today. Uh, like, but I want to get into this other topic. But before we get into this other topic, I I'd said all that to say this show was about. That t- the 49ers being slandered on that li- that man's list. <laughs> Make sure that you go to Mike Clay's Twitter and blow him up <laughs> and and let him know that the 49ers are not the 24th ranked corner cornerback room in the league. Like that's just silly. Like, uh, but we're gonna move on to Kay Adams, who got on her show today and she said some things that at first at first it sounded like disrespect <laughs> she talked she was kind of talking down to the 49er fan base saying that the 49er fan base uh doesn't they get we get hung up too much on on who's going to start and we're all arguing about who's going to start which is true you know, sometimes us as 49er fans, we got to take accountability for how crazy 49er Twitter can get. 
Like, but with that being said, she made she had she had a a really interesting comment that I don't think anybody, I think some of us think about it, but at but I don't think that everybody takes this into account. And this was something that that I thought of when Shani had his interview at the the Dwight Clark uh, event. And he he made he talked about Trey Lance and Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy all like they there it's still a competition. And right now Brock Purdy is in front, but it's entirely possible that Trey Lance or Sam Darnold could beat anybody out. I mean, those were the words out of his mouth. And I don't think that that fans take those. They don't they only hear what they want to hear. Let's make it let's make it real. They they only hear what they want to hear. So when Kay Adams comes out there and says that, you know, we need to, as 49er fans, we need to kind of dial it down, not get so angry when people say, say that there's a possibility that Sam Darnold might uh could could start, because honestly, that's what Kyle said. It's a possibility. Like, uh, and what do, do I actually, do I actually think that's going to happen? I don't, I think that it's going to, I still think it's going to be Trey Lance. I still think that Brock Purdy is not going to be ready week one. Do I think it's a possibility? I mean, they said it's a possibility, so it's a possibility, but I don't think that it's going to happen week one. And if it does, this is the thing. If it does, it, it does. We know that Brock Purdy can can run this offense. We should be fine with that. We should be fine with that. Does that mean that that Trey would not get a fair shot at that point? Maybe. But what are the odds that a quarterback goes through the entire season in Kyle Shanahan's offense? Think about that for a minute. Why I need you guys to think about it. Like uh think about that. The fact that it's only happened once in the Shanahan regime and Jimmy was hurt throughout that season. He just played through injury, but, but it's only happened once every other season other than 2019, Kyle had, had, uh, had to play multiple quarterbacks. Now, when you think of it that way, why are we getting so angry if if Brock Purdy ends up starting. Not that we want Brock Purdy to get hurt. That is not what I'm saying. But the chances are, the chances of him getting hurt are high. And for that reason, you have a Trey Lance getting his opportunity uh, at that point, And then... And him having an opportunity, him having that opportunity, then, and hopefully it never gets to that. Whoever starting week one, I hope they start all the way through the season. That's my that's my personal opinion, because it's I think that the 49ers can win with either one. I think that the 49ers could win with Brock or or Trey. I'm not sold on Sam Darnold, but is it possible? It's possible. It's possible. So. Um, and uh, TL says, I think I'm in the minority, but I think Avery Thomas makes this team. <sighs> Man, <laughs> it's I, I look at it. I 
I just don't see. I mean, maybe he goes to the practice squad. I think he might go to the practice squad, but I think Darrell Luter is going to end up is going to end up uh, jumping him unless he comes in in crazy shape and ready to go. But I think his mentality is the problem more so than his ability. I don't think it's his ability. the The man has physical ability. I just think that he it's his mentality that that is uh, he just reminds me a lot of Akella Witherspoon and he's he's up and down emotionally. You can see it on the field like uh, when he has when he's confident in what he's doing and he does well, if he does well, strings a couple of good plays together. You can see he games up at that point. But man, he allows a couple of catches and it can snowball on him right quick. So I, I don't I could see him going on the, and making it on the practice squad, but I can also see them letting him go and bringing Dante Johnson back on the practice squad because of his versatility. So that that's always a possibility. Also, the barnacle just is never too far away. But but about about the Trey Lance and I personally want to see Trey Lance. But I understand, and I think that the 49er fans have to understand that it's not about what we want. It's about what the what the team is comfortable with. And Brock Purdy gives them comfort that he's gonna be able to run to run this offense at a high level. And but that's why they have Trey and they have Sam Darnold. To back up, to back up. I don't think that they thought that they think that uh, that Brock Purdy is going to be ready for Week One. That's I think that's why they brought brought in Sam Darnold. That's my personal opinion. Like uh, I think that he was that he's here to back up Trey in the beginning. That's what I think. But I would love for Trey to just come in there, show up, and show out, and show a different side of himself in the huddle. Show a different side of himself to his teammates that he's a leader and that he is here. He is here. He has arrived. That's what I want to see from him. I want to see some attitude, some tood. So, but I just say all that to say that, that uh, a lot of 49er fans got upset with Kay Adams about her comments today. And I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. I think that these are things that we have to think about as fans and that we have to contemplate. I know that some of them, like, uh, we want what we want. People want what they want. and But you've got to think of it from, from a standpoint of comfort level with the, with the team. Like, uh, and they're telling you what they're going to do. You just got to listen. You just got to listen and not have your own biases. Uh, so I, I just look at, uh, I think Kay Adams made, it was a really, I thought it was a really good call out. And uh, that's my personal opinion on it. I know I'm probably going to get killed for it, but, but uh, I, I really agree with, with what, with her take on it is that it, it could, all of it's possible. We don't know until we see it. And this team has to, has proved that to us time and time again. So with that being said, I am about to get out of here. I know it's a really short show today, but uh, the reality is, is there's not really 
much to talk about. And like, I will not, I refuse. That is one part about my show that I will not do. I will not force news. I'm talking about things that I think that, that, that are interesting conversation, but I'm not going to force news. So, uh, but I will be back tomorrow because the, if the 49ers have showed us anything, uh, because we do have, I, I want to listen to the Matt Mayoko, uh, interview that he had with Ahmad, uh, with Ahmad from the, uh, like, uh, he's in charge of college scouting. Uh, I do want to listen to that and see if there was anything different that he said and, uh, and talk about that tomorrow. But if not, you know, the 49ers are always good to give us something to talk about. And I think we're going to start seeing some, some workout tape and like that kind of stuff come, leak out and that stuff is coming. So we're in that part of the season. Everybody enjoy it, but I appreciate TL coming through. Appreciate Roberto coming through, uh, Bebop, Daytona, Bryant, all y'all, <laughs> all y'all, lo- love y'all, and I appreciate the I appreciate the love like on on Twitter today. I saw a bunch of people liked uh, that I was going live today. I appreciate you guys. I'm four away from 300. <laughs> I'm four away. It feels like this has got to be the most painful five subscribers <laughs> that I've had in this whole run. Like, uh, it's crazy. I don't know how I'm going to get to 400 at this rate. (laughs) But with that being said, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure that you give this video a like. Make sure that you give me that subscribe. Make sure that you hit the bell so you get the notifications for when I go live. Make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend so that we can be friends and we can grow this community and everybody can be a part of it and bring all your questions and comments so that we can just talk about it. Let's talk through it. Let's talk through it and let's come up with these answers. Let's come up with these answers for uh, appreciate you, Daytona. And uh, yeah, let's come up with these answers. Oh, appreciate you too, fam, TL. Like, uh, but yeah, let's come up with these answers and and let's think about what what the what's actually going to happen. But I will see you guys tomorrow. And as always, we always got to leave it with a go Niners.